The following is a Relevant Radio program and is protected under U.S. copyright laws. This program is made possible through the contributions of listeners like you. Support Relevant Radio by clicking on the Donate icon at www.relevantradio.com. Welcome to the second to the last day of Advent. I'm Paul Sadek. This is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. It's Thursday, December 23rd, 2021. Thursday of the fourth week of Advent in the Missal, it's liturgical year C, cycle two. Thursday is a day to pray the luminous mysteries of the rosary. And today is the optional memorial of St. John Cantius, also known as St. John of Canty. He was born in 1390 in Canty, Poland, and was ordained after studies at the University of Krakow. He was a popular preacher and parish priest for a few years before returning to his university position. He was famous for his austerities and care for the poor. St. John Cantius is the patron of Poland, Lithuania, and the University of Krakow. He died in 1473. St. John Cantius, pray for us. Let's offer this day to the Lord. Into thy hands, O God, we commend ourselves this day and all those who are dear to us. Let the gift of thy wonderful presence be with us even to the end of the day. Grant that we never lose sight of thee all the day long, but rather praise and beseech thee that our thanks may come to thee again at its close. Amen. And we join Pope Francis in praying for catechists summoned to announce the word of God May they be its witnesses with courage and creativity and in the power of the Holy Spirit. Ten Minutes with Jesus is a guided meditation on the gospel of the day prepared by a Catholic priest. Here's today's Ten Minutes with Jesus. My Lord and my God, I firmly believe that you're here, that you see me, that you hear me. I adore you with profound reverence. I ask your pardon for my sins and the grace to make this time of prayer fruitful. My Immaculate Mother, Saint Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. We're only a few days away from Christmas, and maybe now with more intensity we say, Come, Lord Jesus. We've been preparing all along these weeks of Advent for the coming of our Lord, and the liturgy in different ways has been presenting us different scenes that can help us in this preparation. And of course, St. John the Baptist, who is the precursor of Jesus, the one who came to prepare the way to the Lord, has been a central figure within these scenes of Advent. And today's Gospel once again goes back to St. John, this time to a scene that happened a few months before the coming of Jesus to the world, when John himself was born. Zechariah was there, Elizabeth, of course, ready to have her child. And when the child is born, the family is excited, happy, and very quickly they start coming up with different names. And of course, they go back to the ancestors, the grandparents, old ancestors, people of renowned importance within their family, and like it happens every time a baby is born, everyone has his own opinions on what is the best name for that child. But the mother Elizabeth, who knew from 
Zechariah, what the angel had said, is set on the name, John. But of course, the relatives are not convinced. There's no one in the family named John. Why would you ever name him like that? And of course, there are traditions and customs that make that a reasonable argument, at least in that time. Until so finally, they go to his father, Zechariah, whom we know is mute from the moment of the apparition of the angel, the moment he doubted the will of God for them. He was punished with being mute, not being able to speak. And so they go to the father, trying to bring some sense into Elizabeth, and they say, hey, what is the name going to be? And of course, Zechariah supports his wife. This is the will of God. This is what he had heard from the angel himself. And he takes down a tablet, and there he writes, John is his name, doing the will of God. And the surprising thing happens in that moment. Zechariah, having trusted in God, having stayed firm in front of the contradictions, he says John is his name, and he regains his capacity to speak. His tongue is loosened, and now he can once again speak, and he starts praising God. And of course, everyone there is dumbfounded. Who is this child that this might be happening? This is the beginning of the life of John, who was to prepare those around to receive Jesus Christ, having found conversion in their hearts, having been baptized, and in a way has to help us. And this scene in the gospel can help us understand the importance of doing God's will. Because it is precisely the will of God, doing the will of God, persevering in that will of God in front of contradiction, all the family trying to convince them to name the child in some other way, that helps Zechariah regain his capacity to speak. And in many ways, in our lives, we will experience something very similar to Zechariah if we are faithful to the will of God. The will of God that many times will seem to not make a lot of sense. The will of God that many times will feel to be uncomfortable. And of course, we're all rational creatures and we have ideas. Sometimes we have strong ideas of the way things should be done, the way things are supposed to be. Like Elizabeth's relatives who had a very strong idea on how the child should be named. But in the end, Zechariah shows us that when we obey God, when we do His will, no matter how difficult it might be or difficult to understand it might be, in the end it's for the best. And we get so much more out of it. I'm sure you've all heard stories of this type, but I have a friend of mine who was, I don't know, his early years of professional life, and he had a lot of things to do, and he had his own plans, but but this party came up. I realized that he needed to go, and he felt that God was kind of asking him to bow his mom and told him, hey, when you go to this party... And he was like, really not willing to go. He's, he was busy. He had things to do. He didn't see how that was going to help him at all. His mom was telling him this. I mean, that's kind of weird, right? You're 23. Are you going to go to a party your mom is setting you up for and to meet this person? And then like, he said, you know what? Let's do this. This doesn't make a lot of sense. I'm busy. I have a lot of things to do. But let's go. You know what? Let's, let's do this. Of course, there was no angel speaking to him. It was his mother, which, I don't know. The closest you can get to an angel, I guess. And he went. 
The party wasn't that fun, he didn't know that many people, but eventually he ran into this girl. And he spent the rest of the night with that girl in the party, having a great time, deep conversation, and he ended up marrying this girl. Going to that party, listening to his mom, going against his own preferences, against what he thought was the best thing, ended up changing his life, finding the love of his life. And he would always look back at that and say, that was the best decision I could have made in my life, even though he really didn't want to do it. And of course, this is not exactly what we're talking about here, but, but in a way, it is. Doing the will of God will bring much joy to our lives, even though at first it might seem difficult. Look at the scenes that we're going to be contemplating now in Christmas. Going to Bethlehem was not easy for Mary and Joseph. We can imagine them now, a few days before Christmas, Getting there to Bethlehem after a long trip, Mary was expecting. She was almost due. That was clearly not the best idea by any means. And still, that was enough to fulfill the will of God, the prophecies that Jesus would be born in Bethlehem. And in so many ways, Mary and Joseph, by doing the will of God, would change the course of history. Even though even for them, that will was difficult to understand. But God is calling us to do things. God will ask things from us in our lives. And we need to say yes. In spite of everything, in spite of how difficult it might be, let us say yes, knowing that much good will come from that, much happiness for ourselves and for those around us if we truly listen to God and do His will. Thank you, my God, for the good resolutions, affections, and inspirations that you have communicated to me in this meditation. I ask your help to put them into effect. My Immaculate Mother, St. Joseph, my Father and Lord, my guardian angel, intercede for me. 14 minutes past the hour, you'll find more of 10 Minutes with Jesus at RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. We'll begin the liturgical day next on Daybreak. It's Thursday of the fourth week of Advent, December 23rd, 2021. I'm Paul Sadek. This is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. We join the whole church now as we're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in the Invitatory Psalm and the Office of Readings. Lord, open my lips. And and my my mouth mouth will proclaim your praise. The Lord is close at hand. Come, let us worship Him. The Lord is close at hand. Come, let us worship Him. Come, let us sing to the Lord and shout with joy to the rock who saves us. Let us approach Him with praise and thanksgiving and sing joyful songs to the Lord. The Lord is close at hand. Come, let us worship Him. The Lord is God, the mighty God, the great King over all the gods. He holds in His hands the depths of the earth and the highest mountains as well. He made the sea, it belongs to Him. 
The dry land too, for it was formed by his hands. The Lord is close at hand. Come, let us worship him. Come then, let us bow down and worship, bending the knee before the Lord our Maker. For he is our God, and we are his people, the flock he shepherds. The Lord is close at hand. Come, let us worship him. Today listen to the voice of the Lord. Do not grow stubborn as your fathers did in the wilderness. When at Meribah and Massah they challenged me and provoked me, although they had seen all of my works. The Lord is close at hand. Come, let us worship him. Forty years I endured that generation. I said they are a people whose hearts go astray, and they do not know my ways. So I swore in my anger, they shall not enter into my rest. The Lord is close at hand. Come, let us worship him. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the beginning, is now and will be forever. Amen. The Lord is close at hand. Come, let us worship him. O God, our help in ages past, our hope for years to Sheltered from the stormy blast and our eternal home. Beneath the shadow of your throne, your saints have dwelt secure. Sufficient is your own alone, and our defense is strength could not save them. It was your strength and the light of your face. Their Their own own strength strength could not save them. It was was your strength strength 
and the, and the light, light of, of your, your face. We heard with our own ears, O oh God. Our fathers have told us the story of the things you did in their days, you, yourself, in days long ago. To plant them, you uprooted the nations. To let them spread, you laid peoples low. No sword of their own won the land. No arm of their own brought them victory. It was your right hand, your arm, and the light of your face, for you loved them. It is you, my King, my God, who granted victories to Jacob. Through you, we beat down our foes. In your name, we trampled our aggressors. For it was not in my bow that I trusted, nor yet was I saved by my sword. It was you who saved us from our foes. It was you who put our foes to shame. All day long our boast was in God, and we praised your name without ceasing. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. As, As it was, was in the beginning, beginning is, is now, and, and will be forever. forever. Amen. Their, Their own strength could not save them. them. It, it was, was your, your strength, strength and the and light, light of, your of your face. Turn back to the Lord. He will not hide his face. Turn, Turn back to, to the, the Lord. Lord. He, he will, will not hide his face. face. Yet now you have rejected us, disgraced us. You no longer go forth with our armies. You make us retreat from the foe, and our enemies plunder us at will. You make us like sheep for the slaughter, and scatter us among the nations. You sell your own people for nothing, and make no profit by the sale. You make us the taunt of our neighbors, the laughingstock of all who are near. Among the nations, you make us a byword. Among the peoples, a thing of derision. All day long, my disgrace is before me. My face is covered with shame at the voice of the taunter, the scoffer, at the sight of the foe and avenger. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. As, As it, it was, was in, in the, the beginning, beginning is, is now, and, and will be forever. forever. Amen. Amen. Turn back to the Lord. He will, he will not hide his face. Arise, Lord. Do not abandon us forever. Arise, Lord. Do not abandon us forever. This befell us that we had not forgotten you. Though we had not been false to your covenant, though we had not withdrawn our hearts, though our feet had not strayed from your path, yet you have crushed us in a place of sorrows and covered us with the shadow of death. Had we forgotten the name of our God or stretched out our hands to another God? Would not God have found this out he who knows the secrets of the heart. It is for you we face death all day long. 
and are counted as sheep for the slaughter. Awake, O Lord, why do you sleep? Arise, do not reject us forever. Why do you hide your face and forget our oppression and misery? For we are brought down low to the dust. Our body lies prostrate on the earth. Stand up and come to our help. Redeem us because of your love. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As, As it was, was in the, the beginning, beginning, is now, is now and, and will, will be forever. forever. Amen. Amen. Let us pray. Lord Jesus, you foretold that we would share in the persecutions that brought you to a violent death. The Church formed at the cost of your precious blood, as even now, conformed to your passion. May it be transformed now and eternally by the power of your resurrection. Arise, Lord, do not abandon us forever. Let your compassion come upon me, Lord. Your salvation true to your promise. From the book of the prophet Isaiah. Listen to me, you who pursue justice, who seek the Lord. Look to the rock from which you were hewn, to the pit from which you were quarried. Look to Abraham, your father, and to Sarah, who gave you birth. When he was but one, I called him, I blessed him, and made him many. Yes, the Lord shall comfort Zion and have pity on all her ruins. Her deserts he shall make like Eden, her wasteland like the garden of the Lord. Joy and gladness shall be found in her, thanksgiving and the sound of song. Be attentive to me, my people, my folk give ear to me. For law shall go forth from my presence, and my judgment as the light of the peoples. I will make my justice come speedily, my salvation shall go forth, and my arm shall judge the nations. In me shall the coastlands hope, and my arm they shall await. Raise your eyes to the heavens. And look at the earth below. Though the heavens grow thin like smoke, the earth wears out like a garment, and its inhabitants die like flies, my salvation shall remain forever, and my justice shall never be dismayed. Hear me, you who know justice, you people who have my teaching at heart. Fear not the reproach of men. Be not dismayed at their revilings. They shall be like a garment eaten by moths, like wool consumed by grubs. But my justice shall remain forever, and my salvation for all generations. Awake, awake, put on strength, O arm of the Lord. 
awake as in the days of old and in ages long ago. Was it not you who crushed Rahab, who pierced the dragon? Was it not you who dried up the sea, the waters of the great deep, who made the depths of the sea into a way for the redeemed to, to pass over? Those whom the Lord has ransomed will return and enter Zion singing, crowned with everlasting joy. They will meet with joy and gladness. Sorrow and mourning will flee. The Word of the Lord. My people, listen to me. Hear me, all you who belong to my race. Close at hand is my just one. My Savior draws near. Now those redeemed by the Lord will come back and enter Zion with songs of praise. Close at hand is my just one. My Savior draws near. From a treatise against the heresy of Noetus by St. Ippolitus, priest. The Manifestation of the Hidden Mystery There is only one God, brethren, and we learn about him only from sacred scripture. It is therefore our duty to become acquainted with what scripture proclaims and to investigate its teachings thoroughly. We should believe them in the sense that the Father wills, thinking of the Son in the way the Father wills, and accepting the teaching He wills to give us with regard to the Holy Spirit. Sacred Scripture is God's gift to us, and it should be understood in the way that He intends. We should not do violence to it by interpreting it according to our own preconceived ideas. God was all alone, and nothing existed but Himself when He determined to create the world. He thought of it, willed it, spoke the word, and so made it. It came into being instantaneously, exactly as he had willed. It is enough, then, for us to be aware of a single fact. Nothing is co-eternal with God. Apart from God, there was simply nothing else. Yet although he was alone, he was manifold because he lacked neither reason, wisdom, power, nor counsel. All things were in him, and he himself was all. At a moment of his own choosing, and in a manner determined by himself, God manifested his word, and through him he made the whole universe. When the word was hidden within God himself, he was invisible to the created world. But God made him visible. First God gave utterance to his voice, engendering light from light. And then he sent his own mind into the world as its Lord. Visible before to God alone and not to the world, God made him visible so that the world could be saved by seeing him. This mind that entered our world was made known as the Son of God. All things came into being through him but he alone is begotten by the Father. The Son gave us the law and the prophets, and he filled the prophets with the Holy Spirit to compel them to speak out. Inspired by the Father's power, they were to proclaim the Father's purpose and his will. So the Word was made manifest, 
As St. John declares when summing up all the sayings of the prophets, he announces that this is the word through whom the whole universe was made. He says, In the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. Through him all things came into being. Not one thing was created without him. And further on, he adds, The world was made through him, and yet the world did not know him. He entered his own creation, and his own did not receive him. A little child is born to us, and he shall be called the Mighty God. He He himself will sit sit upon the throne of David his father to rule. The authority of David rests on his shoulders. In him was life, and the life was the light of men. He himself will sit upon the throne of David his father to rule. The authority of David rests on his shoulders. Let us pray. Almighty, ever-living God, As we see how the nativity of your Son, according to the flesh, draws near, we pray that to us, your unworthy servants, mercy may flow from your word, who chose to become flesh of the Virgin Mary and establish among us his dwelling, Jesus Christ our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. 23 minutes before the hour, we'll check out today's gospel in conversation with God in morning prayer in just a few minutes on Daybreak. It's Thursday of the fourth week of Advent, December 23rd, 2021. I'm Paul Sadek. This is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. In today's Gospel from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, it's the birth and naming of John the Baptist from the first chapter of the Gospel of Luke. Now the time came for Elizabeth to be delivered, and she gave birth to a son. And her neighbors and kinsfolk heard that the Lord had shown great mercy to her, and they rejoiced with her. On the eighth day, they came to circumcise the child, and they would have named him Zechariah after his father. But his mother said, Not so. He shall be called John. None of your kindred is called by this name. And they made signs to his father, inquiring what he would have him called. Zechariah asked for a writing tablet and wrote, His name is John. And they all marveled. Immediately his mouth was opened and his tongue loosed. And he spoke, blessing God. Fear came on all their neighbors. And all these things were talked about through all the hill country of Judea. All who heard them laid them up in their hearts, saying, What then will this child be? For the hand of the Lord was with him. This selection from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, courtesy of Falcon Picture Group, daily and Sunday Mass readings are on the relevant radio app. We are all called to evangelical poverty, also known as poverty of spirit. St. Paul was a great practitioner of this. 
Well, let's break it down. Today's reading from In Conversation with God by Father Francisco Fernandez Carvajal is from Volume 1, Advent and Christmas Tide. The poor to whom our Lord promises the kingdom of heaven are not just those who happen to suffer need, but those who, whether or not they have possessions, are detached from them and do not find themselves imprisoned by them. Such poverty of spirit must be lived in all of life's circumstances. I know, said St. Paul, how to have to do without and how to abound. I have learned the secret of facing plenty and hunger, abundance and want. Man can direct his life towards God, whom he can reach by using material things as means. Or he can have as his end money with its many manifestations such as the desire for luxury, unrestrained comfort, ambition, and greed. The two ends are irreconcilable. No one can serve two masters. Love for riches leaves no room for love of God. It is not possible for God to dwell in a heart which is filled with a different kind of love from his. God's word is stifled in the heart of a rich man like the seeds that fell upon thorns. That is why we are not surprised to hear our Lord teach that it is easier for a camel to pass through the eye of a needle than for a rich man to enter the kingdom of God. How easy it is, if we are not vigilant, for the spirit of riches to enter our hearts. The church has kept on reminding us from the beginning up to our own times that the Christian has to be on guard when it comes to his use of material things. And she admonishes her children to see that they direct their affections rightly, lest they be hindered in pursuit of love by the use of worldly things and by an adherence to riches, which is contrary to the spirit of evangelical poverty. Following the apostles' advice, let those who use this world not fix their abode in it, for the form of this world is passing away. The person who puts his heart into worldly goods not only distorts their right use and destroys the order established by God, but his soul grows dissatisfied, becoming a prisoner of those material things which render it incapable of really loving God. The Christian way of life demands a radical change in attitude towards earthly things. They should be procured and used not as an end in themselves, but as a means of serving God. Because they are only a means, they are not worth putting our hearts into. True goods are something else altogether. We have to recall in our prayer that effective detachment from things demands sacrifice. Detachment which we do not find hard is not detachment. Real detachment will show itself frequently in generous almsgiving, in knowing how to do without anything superfluous, in fighting against a disordered tendency to well-being and comfort, in avoiding the indulgence of unnecessary whims, in the renunciation of luxury or the spending of money out of vanity. This virtue of poverty is so important for a Christian that we can well say, those who do not love and practice the virtue of poverty do not have Christ's spirit. This holds true for everyone, for the hermit who retires to the desert, to the ordinary Christian who lives among his fellow men, whether he enjoys the use of this world's resources or is short of many of them. In Conversation with God by Francis Fernandez is published by Scepter Publishers. You'll find it at your local Catholic bookstore. 14 before the hour, let's pray with the whole church. 
We're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in morning prayer. God, come to my assistance. Lord, make haste to help me. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. To you, O Lord, I lift up my soul. Come and rescue me. For you are my refuge and my strength. To you, O Lord, I lift up my soul. Come and rescue me, for you are my refuge and my strength. Lord, listen to my prayer. Turn your ear to my appeal. You are faithful. You are just. Give answer. Do not call your servant to judgment, for no one is just in your sight. The enemy pursues my soul. He has crushed my life to the ground. He has made me dwell in darkness like the dead, long forgotten. Therefore my spirit fails, my heart is numb within me. I remember the days that are past. I ponder all your works. I muse on what your hand has wrought, and to you I stretch out my hands. Like a parched land, my soul thirsts for you. Lord, make haste and answer, for my spirit fails within me. Do not hide your face, lest I become like those in the grave. In the morning, let me know your love, for I put my trust in you. Make me know the way I should walk. To you I lift up my soul. Rescue me, Lord, from my enemies. I have fled to you for refuge. Teach me to do your will, for you, O Lord, are my God. Let your good spirit guide me in ways that are level and smooth. For your name's sake, Lord, save my life. In your justice, save my soul from distress. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it, as was, it was in the beginning, beginning is, is now, and, and will, will be, be forever. forever. Amen. Amen. Let us pray. Lord Jesus, early in the morning of your resurrection, you made your love known and brought the first light of dawn to those who dwell in darkness. Your death has opened a path for us. Do not enter into judgment with your servants. Let your Holy Spirit guide us together into the land of justice. To you, O Lord, I lift up my soul. Come and rescue me, for you are my refuge and my strength. Bless those, O Lord, who have waited for your coming. Let your prophets be proved true. 
Bless those, O Lord, who have waited for your coming. Let your prophets be proved true. Rejoice with Jerusalem and be glad because of her, all you who love her. Exalt, exalt with her, all you who were mourning over her. Oh, that you may suck fully on the milk of her comfort, that you may nurse with delight at her abundant breasts. For thus says the Lord, Lo, I will spread prosperity over her like a river, and the wealth of the nations like an overflowing torrent. As nurslings you shall be carried in her arms and fondled in her lap. As a mother comforts her son, so will I comfort you. In Jerusalem you shall find your comfort. When you see this, your heart shall rejoice, and your bodies flourish like the grass. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was in the beginning, is now, and and will be forever. Amen. Bless those, O Lord, who have waited for your coming. Let your prophets be proved true. Turn to us, O Lord. Make haste to help your people. Turn to us, O Lord. Make Make haste to help your people. Praise the Lord, for he is good. Sing to our God, for he is loving. To him our praise is due. The Lord builds up Jerusalem and brings back Israel's exiles. He heals the brokenhearted. He binds up all their wounds. He fixes the number of the stars. He calls each one by its name. Our Lord is great and almighty. His wisdom can never be measured. The Lord raises the lowly. He humbles the wicked to the dust. O sing to the Lord, give thanks. Sing psalms to our God with the harp. He covers the heavens with clouds. He prepares the rain for the earth, making mountains sprout with grass and with plants to serve man's needs. He provides the beasts with their food and young ravens that call upon him. His delight is not in horses, nor his pleasure in warriors' strength. The Lord delights in those who revere him, in those who wait for his love. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the beginning, is is now, and and will be forever. Amen. Let us pray. God our Father, great builder of the heavenly Jerusalem, you know the number of the stars and call each of them by name. Heal hearts that are broken, gather together those who have been scattered, and enrich us all from the plenitude of your eternal wisdom. Turn Turn to to us, O Lord. Lord. Make haste to to help your your people. From the book of Jeremiah. Thus says the Lord, His leader shall be from Jacob, and his rulers shall come from his kin. When I summon him, he shall approach me. 
You shall be my people, and I will be your God. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks Thanks be be to to God. God. Your light will come, Jerusalem. The Lord will dawn on you in radiant beauty. Your Your light light will will come, come, Jerusalem. The The Lord Lord will dawn on you in radiant radiant beauty. You will see his glory within you. The The Lord Lord will dawn dawn on you in in radiant beauty. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. Your Your light light will come, Jerusalem. The The Lord Lord will dawn on you in radiant beauty. All that God promised to the Virgin through the message of the angel has been accomplished. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel. He has come to his people and set them free. He has raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of his servant David. Through his holy prophets, he promised of old, that he would save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us. He promised to show mercy to our fathers and to remember his holy covenant. This was the oath he swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship him without fear, holy and righteous in his sight all the days of our life. You, my child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare his way, to give his people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us, to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. All that God promised to the Virgin through the message of the angel has been accomplished. Let us pray to God, our Father, who sent his Son to save mankind. Show us your mercy, Lord. Father most merciful, we confess our faith in your Christ with our words. Keep us from denying him in our actions. Show us your mercy, Lord. You have sent your Son to rescue us. Remove every sorrow from the face of the earth and from our country. Show us your mercy, Lord. Our land looks forward with delight at the approach of your Son. Let it experience the fullness of your joy. Show Show us your mercy, Lord. Through your mercy, make us live holy and chaste lives in this world. Eagerly awaiting the blessed hope of coming of Christ in glory. Show Show us us your mercy, mercy, Lord. Now let us offer the prayer Christ has given us as the model for all prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, 
and And forgive us our trespasses, as as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Almighty, ever-living God, as we see how the nativity of your Son, according to the flesh, draws near, we pray that to us, your unworthy servants, mercy may flow from your word who chose to become flesh of the Virgin Mary and establish among us his dwelling, Jesus Christ our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. May the Lord bless us, protect us from all evil, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Amen. Tomorrow is Christmas Eve. We'll have a special edition of Daybreak at the regular time. Morning air is coming up in just a few minutes. I'm Paul Sadek. I'll see you tomorrow morning, 4 a.m. Central, or on the app. Go out, make it a great day, and live in the light of the Lord. From the Liturgy of the Hours, courtesy of DivineOffice.org. Readings from In Conversation with God, courtesy of Scepter Publishers. Selections from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, courtesy of Falcon Picture Group. 10 Minutes with Jesus is used with permission. Daybreak is available on RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. Daybreak is a production of Relevant Radio. Relevant Radio.